Hey you, welcome to the Joa Fitness Podcast. I am your host and fitness bestie, Joanna Sanchez. After battling issues with hormones, gut health, and emotional eating, and winning the damn battle, what's up? I am now on a mission to help as many women get educated, motivated, and inspired so they can fight their battle and win too. This podcast is your door towards the healthiest, happiest, most confident version of yourself. Get ready to learn, laugh your lady balls off, and finally see the light that you've been searching for in your health journey. We are diving deep into so many health topics that I know will end your struggle for good. Now let's go ahead and do this thing. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Joa Fitness Podcast. I just want to take this moment to tell you how grateful I am for you for listening to this podcast and for tuning in once again. I know I took a little bit of a break. I'll get into that in just a second, but I really wanted to express my gratitude for you this moment and to remind you of how freaking amazing you are. You better not forget that, okay? If you needed a reminder today, this is your reminder, okay? Okay, anyways, let's move on. All right, so what are we talking about today? Today is all about food guilt and how to overcome your worst enemy. Oh my goodness. I am going to teach you how to let go of this food guilt and get yourself out of that guilt and shame cycle that you find yourself in, okay? So tune in with me here in just a second, but I did want to give you a little bit of an update as to what has happened. Why did I move from Sedona? Yes, I moved from Sedona back to Florida. Why did I do that? And what I am looking forward to in this upcoming year. So it'll be super quick, but I know a lot of people are wondering like, oh my God, you loved Sedona. Like, why did you leave? Yada, yada. You know, being over there was amazing. It was a great time for my healing, my hormone healing, my gut healing, my body healing, my mental healing, my emotional healing. It was a really great wake up call. Um, I went through a lot of spiritual stuff. I went through a lot of emotional stuff, mental stuff. And, uh, you know, that can just be a podcast topic of another time. If that's something that interests you, DM me on Instagram at underscore Joa Fitness. If you want to talk a little bit more about what happened with my whole spiritual evolution and all of that, we can definitely get deeper into that because there's been so much. But for the topic of this podcast, uh, let's just stay on this track. Anyways, so, you know, it was great living there and Aiden and I, Aiden is my boyfriend, we both just like one day decided that it just wasn't meant for our soul anymore. Like we started to realize that our time there was coming to an end. So we decided that we wanted to move back to Florida. We ended up finding a townhome here from one of my friends who was going to rent it out to us. So that is how we came here. We were going to live with a friend for a month. And that's exactly what we did. And then a couple days in, we found out that the townhome was actually not available for us and that we couldn't rent it out anymore. So we were kind of like, okay, we moved here for this. What do we do? But the thing about Aiden and I, we thrive in the unknown. So we just stayed with a friend for a month. It was hectic. It was full of a lot of stress for me. Um, That is why I couldn't perform at my fullest. And I just really tried to remain as centered as I possibly could. Uh, But we did find a great apartment. We're living here now. It's beautiful. I'm really happy to be here. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to this year of just having some stability. But yeah, my past year has been pretty crazy, as you can see. And I found myself feeling guilty about this until I took some time to reflect. And I was like, you know what? 
this is what the 20s is all about. I am actually living it up. Like, this is what I wanted. I wanted to travel. I wanted to find what I love, find what I don't love so that I don't repeat that. Um, where I want to live, where I don't want to live. Like, I love Florida and that's why I came back and I probably will live here for a long time. Um, things change, obviously, but it this is what the 20s is all about, you know? Just figuring it out, finding what you love, and yeah, it might have cost a lot of money. Yeah, it might have cost a lot of distress, but guess what? Who cares? Who cares? Like, why do we have to live by these rules of like, oh my God, let's budget this and budget that and plan everything and plan this and plan... No, man, go with the flow sometimes. That's what, At least that's what our 20s is about. I will have my time to get settled and have kids and have a family and do all that shit. And, you know, this is what this life right now is about. And this season in my in my 20s is about, you know, it's all about being cray cray and doing whatever the heck you want. All right. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into the topic of today, which is food guilt uh, and how to overcome that. So where does food guilt even come from? Well, let me tell you, my love, when your nervous system is holding on to past trauma It's going to create a response in your behaviors, in your choices, in your emotions, in everything that is going to lead you to have self-sabotaging patterns. You're probably like, say what? Yeah, this isn't your topical, your topical, (laughs) your typical food guilt podcast about, you know, well, food guilt comes from this and you have to eat what you actually like in order to not have food guilt like every other fitness influencer is talking about sorry not sorry I'm not every fitness influencer okay so we're gonna get deep here you ready to get deep here girl are you ready or boy are you ready to get deep here let's get deep here so what exactly do I mean so your nervous system is actually where all of your past trauma harbors and what I'm talking about here is let's say you experienced a certain type of emotional experience (laughs) with a parent or a bully who let's say called you fat right in that moment your body actually held on to the emotion energy and motion of that experience which may have seemed or may have been shame or guilt. These are very, very low energetic emotions, energies in motion, okay? Very, very negative energies in motion. And your nervous system, which controls your movements, your thoughts, your automatic responses, all of that fun stuff, okay? So if you're holding on to this energy and motion that you have repressed for so long from either a parent or a bully or just a certain experience, that repression causes that energy to be stored in your nervous system. And this is what happens when we have a very dysregulated nervous system. A dysregulated nervous system means that you are always in fight or flight. You are always in high states of stress. You're always on go, go, go. You cannot calm down. This is the type of person, and this may sound like you, that when you lay your head on the pillow at night, your thoughts are just la, 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 la. And you cannot go to sleep. Or if you were to even sit and pause this podcast right now and sit for five minutes in silence, your mind is just, I can't do this. And you feel these uncomfortable 
feeling of wanting to get up and do something and you're always thinking about what you have to do next. You're always thinking about your past or you're always thinking about your future and you're never in the present moment. So when you're holding on to this, this becomes unconscious. This These emotions become unconscious and it, it like almost drives your behaviors without you even being aware of it. That is why you reach for that food and or you stop at a fast food restaurant to get something without even thinking about it and you do it and it's almost like you're in this trance as you're doing it and then as soon as you actually give yourself that dopamine hit and you give yourself that relief of the stress response that you're having in that moment, you start to feed You start to feel the food guilt and the shame. It's insane. It is insane. This is why a huge part of my journey, and I used to struggle with very, very, very strong emotional eating, binge eating, and food guilt, shame, all that stuff. This is why a huge part of my healing and a lot of what I teach my clients is this stuff. Because if we're not getting to the root cause of this, you're not going to get the results that you want because your behaviors are never going to change, which are the behaviors that ended up getting you where you're at right here, right now anyways. This is why you try all the diets. This is why you try all the challenges and you do all these things, but then you always go back to your old ways because you are unconscious. So we are going to wake the hell up with this podcast. I am going to help you wake the hell up, okay? Get out of the trance. Let's become aware. Let's get rid of this shit. So a lot of the times too, what I noticed is that a lot of the times the trauma that you may be holding on to can be something from your childhood. It can be something even from a previous dieting experience that you've had. So let's go ahead and dive into dieting trauma. Dieting trauma is if you were a previous competitor in bodybuilding or even in weightlifting or any of those things. Or even cheerleading to um, if you did dancing, all that stuff. I know that I've heard a lot of my clients talk about them being a cheerleader and they had to be at a certain weight. And if they weren't at a certain weight, they would get punished. Um, I had a friend in college who also experienced this in college cheerleading. So uh, you were always dieting, always watching what you were eating. And this kind of became a stored trauma in your body because you repressed the emotions that you were feeling in that moment. In that moment, yourself, your true self was telling you, this is way out of alignment for me. Why are you doing this? But instead of you actually listening to that unconsciously, you repress those emotions and you're still holding on to that. Same thing comes with prep, right? That's kind of what happened with me with competition prep. Um, a lot of a lot of dieting trauma from that that took years and years and years to uncover and to heal. Uh, but a lot of the times, what that looks like is going through weeks and weeks and weeks of getting super lean, seeing your body at the leanest, leanest, leanest it's ever been, and then. After a show, all of those past behaviors from either your childhood traumas or, you know, different things that you may have stored or repressed during prep and just masked with the gym or with getting leaner, all of those emotions and all of that stuff that was suppressed and repressed in the body starts to come up. 
And that is why a lot of uh, competitors end up binge eating after their shows. They have terrible, terrible rebounds. They gain a lot of fat, a lot of weight, and they end up finding themselves in more of that food guilt and more of that shame cycle. And then they go back to cutting and go back to off season but then off season is just a mixture of all of those emotions that they suppress during prep so it's just this crazy loop that people get into and you know sometimes I see this reflect even in people who stopped competing but yet are still experiencing these types of issues so it's it's very very complex and it can go in so many ways and it's very unique the way we all store trauma is very 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 unique so we all have our unique experiences and yes we all do have traumas you know from our childhood from our our previous dieting history from our parents from life life is full of traumas and if we are unconscious of them and we just continue to go through these guilt shame cycles we're never going to live fulfilled and that's not the right way to live right we're never going to actually achieve the goals that we want and be the best self instead we're going to self-sabotage and that's not what I want for you Um, A lot of childhood trauma, like I stated, can come from our caregivers modeling the behaviors that we saw them do when they were when we were young, when we were kids. Right. So if you had a parent that abandoned you emotionally, like you guys never spoke on your emotions, there was never any crying, never any of that. You may find yourself in a place right now where you disassociate a lot from anything that's emotional and you may actually use food as a means to to fill that emotional abandonment that you have inside and instead of speaking on it or talking about it or healing it you're unconsciously playing these patterns of filling the void of abandonment with food so yeah this is very deep it can go super deep and I know that this may be like ringing a bell for you right now um another way too is like uh when your parents at least when you were a kid the way that they ate were they always busy and eating on the go Or did you guys have dinners together or... You know, things like that. Were they always on diets? Were, you know, were they very, like, focused on the body, right? This is something that I'm reading on a book right now called How to Do the Work by the Holistic Psychologist. Freaking amazing. 10 out of 10 recommend. I'm only on, like, chapter 2, but I still recommend. (laughs) Um, But she talks a lot about, like, the parent that is very appearance-focused and how that can really leave and harbor a lot of trauma within us to think that the only way that we can really receive love is if our body looks a certain way, right? And a lot of the time, that's why people get so lost in their fitness journey. And instead of it being, like, actual therapy, even though they may be saying it's therapy, it's actually trying to fill a void. So it's very, very, very important for you to be aware and conscious of this to make sure that you are doing this for the right reasons and you're not doing it as a form of trying to fill a void from a past childhood experience right so um another thing too this this is something that i experienced it's family members who always focused on whether you were too fat or too skinny um i currently have a client who is also hispanic and she comes from a cuban household who they were always talking about whether she was too fat or too skinny like there was never like good enough so you know i come from the same experience and for me that trauma got harbored and created a belief because that's what traumas do they create these beliefs in us it created a belief that 
that I am only lovable when I am not too fat and I am only lovable when I'm not too skinny. So it created these two opposing beliefs and that took me on a journey which, you know, it was awesome because I was unconscious of this and it's what ended up taking me to my fitness journey. So this is what I mean, you know, we all have traumas, but sometimes our traumas lead us to our purpose, right? But then it's also up to us to heal these traumas so we don't continue living in this freaking back and forth ping pong you know type of thinking and believing and behaviors and choices and routines um but anyways it did lead me to competing but then once I started to compete you know I used competition prep to kind of fuel that desire to just be a perfect version of myself and a perfect body because I had that belief that I would only be lovable if I had this perfect body and then what ended up happening was that after prep I ended up feeling all of the rush of emotions and not knowing what to do after depressing it for weeks and weeks on weeks with the gym and busyness and all that stuff and I would eat my emotions away pretty much you know I had no idea that that's what I was that what was happening was that I was having emotional overload so all of these things all of these traumas can really lead to that self-sabotage and that, those self-sabotaging patterns which most of the time we're unconscious of it right and what exactly is self-sabotage well I really like this from a website that I found called positivepsychology.com and they said that self-sabotage occurs when we destroy ourselves physically mentally or emotionally or deliberately hinder our own success and well-being by undermining personal goals and values so this is a really great way of talking about the surface level self-sabotage but there's a lot more that goes into that which is you know the the way that we actually destroy ourselves physically mentally and emotionally is when we are harboring these traumas that are then hindering our well-being so I really like that and I really like to mesh it also with the whole aspect of holding on to trauma in the nervous system Another reason why we self-sabotage our goals, like for instance, your health goals or your physical goals or your personal development goals, a reason why you end up self-sabotaging that is because of the shame that is harboring within you, right? Whenever you are holding on to the trauma, it gets stored as shame or guilt most of the time, which is the guilt shame loop that I was talking about. So for instance, let's say you're following a diet, most likely not sustainable anyways, but anyways, you eat one thing outside of this diet and boom, your inner child, the hurt little traumatized inner child comes out and she is just, or he, upset, guilty, ashamed. Why? Why is it that you're feeling this? Do you ever ask yourself the question, why? Or do you think that it's something just normal because society has made it normal for us to feel food guilt? Because I hear people talk about it all the freaking time, but no one is asking themselves the question, why am I feeling this? This is where you get to be different, my love. This is where you get to wake the hell up. Why are you feeling this shame? Well, first off, like I stated, it can either be a specific shame like the childhood trauma that I talked about, the prep experience trauma, the dieting, the past dieting trauma. Specific shame is something you can pinpoint, okay? Like a time in your life that you can pinpoint. If you reflect and spend time uncovering, that is. If you're unconscious of it, like you can't just pinpoint it. But now that you're asking yourself the question why, you can pinpoint, oh my God, it was because of this. 
Because when I was five years old, my cousin called me fat. And I repressed that emotion and I'm still holding on to it. I'm ashamed of that. Because I can't be loved if I'm fat. Oh my God. Or the global shame. Global shame is the collective shame. That is something that's so deeply ingrained in us. And this is something that you can't really, really pinpoint, but it just keeps running your life. So if you're somebody that's like, oh, I don't know, I don't think I experienced childhood trauma or, you know, any past dieting history, but I still feel food guilt. Well, think about the global shame. Think about like all the shame that is currently around you at all times. Like every weight loss magazine, lose 10 pounds in five days or freaking challenges or all these fitness influencers telling you that you're going to lose all this weight in eight weeks and all of this freaking stuff, all these diets that are out there and everyone's trying to commit to these diets, but everyone feels ashamed because they all give up. What do you think that is? That is global shame. And we are energetic beings. We feel that global shame. So uh, it's super, super, super important for you to understand where yours is coming from. Spend some time, reflect on this. And I'm going to help you. Um, I'm going to teach you some ways to really let go of this food guilt. But one last thing before I get into that, that I really want you to know. Your body is always trying to complete the data of shame that it is feeling okay so if you do not let yourself let it go if you do not become aware of it it will continue to show up because your body is smart and intelligent and it's like please let go of this i am nagging at you so you can let it go and i speak from experience because this is where my emotional eating came from it was so freaking ingrained in me it was a program and that is what happens guys when you're holding on to this trauma in your nervous system your subconscious mind becomes a program and it is like a computer you got to get rid of that virus in order for it to work in order for you to reprogram so we got to work on this stuff, okay? This is so imperative, so important for your health and for your behaviors. So what are some ways to really let go of food guilt? Number one, always, always number one, awareness is key. You have to become aware of what this shame is. Is it, is it a specific shame? Is it multiple experiences that you experience the shame? Is it, what? where did it come from? Is it global shame? I invite you to sit with yourself. Please go out into nature. Nature is super healing, okay? So go out into nature. Put your feet on some grass. Spend some time in the sun under a beautiful freaking tree. We'll get into that because I need to make a podcast on how grounding is so beneficial for your health and how it balances your body. Anyways, tangent there. But go spend some time in nature and reflect on this. Ask yourself the question, what shame is my body holding onto from my past? Did anyone ever call me fat? Did I ever feel emotionally abandoned? And that is why I'm wanting to fill this void with food. Am I currently feeling emotionally abandoned by myself? Am I emotionally abandoning myself and now I'm trying to fill with food and continuously feeling myself get into this distraction mode, come home after work, eat food, binge out, watch TV, but never taking time for me. Where is this coming from? It is time for you to become aware of this. Number two, you have to reflect on it. Sit with it, okay? Sit with it in silence, alone, Okay, not with everyone around you, not your kids, not your your hubbies, not your wives, with yourself. Okay, reflect on it. 
spend time in that inner world. Start practicing being mindful, okay, which that's number three. Be mindful every single day. Every day, guys, healing any trauma, whether it's for your health, whether it's for your overall well-being, it takes daily practice. It is work, my love, but it is so worth it if this is what you want. If you want to be a better version of yourself, it is so worth it. And once you finally pick up the momentum with healing this shit, I promise you, your life will be so magnificent and you will become so aware of your triggers and your wounds and things won't hurt you as much and your body will change. Okay, so start practicing this so you can become the thinker of your thoughts. Not so so you don't become your thoughts anymore. Your thoughts are not you all the time. You have to actually realize that you are the thinker of the thoughts. So sit there and observe them alone in your inner world. In your inner world. Everything is trying to distract you from your inner world. And that is why you can't change and you're stuck. So get out of that. Get out of that monkey mind. And then last but not least... By reparenting yourself, okay? This means that when you are going to make healthy food choices, you talk to yourself nicely while you're consuming the foods. Like, I'm very proud of you for consuming this instead of eating the fast food today. You are amazing. You are achieving your goals. I'm very proud of you. You are loved. You are just enough. And you deserve to take care of yourself. This is why I always put at the end of almost all my posts, you deserve this because I it's so imperative for you to realize that it maybe as a kid, you didn't feel like you deserved the love. But it's time for you to continue to tell yourself now that you do deserve it. So reparenting yourself, okay? So just to kind of go back to that, it's become aware of the shame that you're holding on to. Reflect on this shame, okay? Spend time alone practicing mindfulness and being conscious so you become the thinker of your thoughts, not the actual thoughts. And reparent yourself daily, okay? Listen, my love, if you do not do this and you're in a high stress state for every day, your adrenal glands, let, let's get sciency here. Your adrenal glands, which is where cortisol, your stress hormone is produced, which you need healthy amounts of that to have a healthy body. But when you have way too much, that's when craziness happens. So when you're in this high stress, your adrenal glands can no longer pump out the healthy amount of cortisol, which is what causes adrenal fatigue and insufficiency. And this is why you're fatigued and brain fog and your moods are irregular and your sex hormones are all messed up, okay? The inability to produce these healthy amounts of cortisol can really, really, really impact your gut lining. So this can really, really, really lead to a lot of gut health issues and hormones issues. This is why I talk about this shit. This isn't just because... Just to talk about it. Like all of this shit is connected. And that is where my passion is really, really becoming like it's growing and finding how all of this is connected. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's important to know. So, of course, I look at blood work with all of my clients. Of course, I look at a lot of the biology, the data, the symptoms and all that stuff. But one big thing that we talk about is having awareness so that they can look at their past traumas and they can really let go of that dense energy. Okay, that is how we get to the root cause of all of the health issues. We have to build a strong foundation with self-awareness and then we can look at biology. Then we can look at the symptoms, at the gut health. Then we can look at all the other stuff. All right, so 
Thank you so much for tuning in. That is all that I have for you. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that this brought some healing. Revisit it. Come back to it. Take notes if you need to. And, you know, I really encourage you to leave a review on the Joa Fitness Podcast. I would so love that. And it would make me so freaking grateful um, if you did leave a review with how you are feeling about this podcast. If it brings you any education um whatever you whatever you feel anyways <laughs> whatever comes from your heart and also share it with a friend if you and your friend are always that girl i feel so guilty for doing this send it to that friend and be like girl let's end this food guilt shit together there's so much power in doing things together all right i love you so much also forgot to say this if you want screenshot this episode tag me at underscore joa fitness and make sure that you take a look at the show notes below because i have some free goodies on there for you a free weight loss guide and just a couple more things on there okay and if you ever have any questions or need anything message me on instagram at underscore joafitness.com all right my love i love you have a great rest of your day